We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire NFL DFS show. I'm Adam Zedroik here, joined by Ryan Belangi. We're talking week 11 in the NFL. This is the week before feast week. We got Thanksgiving coming up. We're gonna, Our bellies are going to be full next week, but I'm, I'm fasting over the next seven days, so I'm ready for Thanksgiving. Ryan, good morning. How are you on this Friday? Oh, yeah, I'm doing great. Fasting for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I should start preparing too. Uh, yeah, no, no, no soccer this weekend. That's okay. We got NFL and Thanksgiving NFL coming up and just a lot of games and a lot of sports, a lot of stuff to gamble on. Um, yeah, but no soccer this week. So more focused on NFL. Hopefully, hopefully that's good for the podcast. A lot of money to win, a lot of money to lose. Uh, I always mm-hmm. I always post uh, some winning or losing single game parlays that I do for all these night games. I had I had last night everyone's favorite Keaton Mitchell. I think it was over thirty five or thirty six yards or something. He ended on thirty three. Uh, they're still giving the ball to Gus Bus in mm-hmm. the fourth quarter, and then Justice Hill was getting carries. He was like the, he was the final piece to my parlay, and. Uh, that's uh so I'm taking those losings. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna take that to winning this Sunday. How about that? Yeah, I saw I saw that. That's a tough tough beat there. I mean, how are they still handing it to Gus in the fourth <laughs> quarter? You know, uh, I mean, his nickname's Gus Bus, and he looks like a bus compared to when Keaton Mitchell gets the ball. It's it's kind of crazy. Okay, I understand that he's a goal line back, but just the fact that you know he's still getting the ball. I think on the last drive of the game when there's a minute left and you know, the Browns are just going or not the Browns, the Bengals are just calling timeouts kind of thing. But we're talking a yeah. week. We're talking last week night showdown was here. very tilting. You know, Mark Andrews got injured. Yeah. Burrow got injured. Chase had two catches. I mean, it just and then a late start. touchdown. Yeah. He's got the late touchdown from Jake Browning. So that both was fun. kickers ended up on the optimal lineup. I mean, just, these showdowns have been really annoying, but we're going to bounce actually, back this weekend. That's disappointing to hear because I usually I usually play both kickers, but I I had a, a game last night, so I didn't get a DFS lineup in. But uh, we'll move on to this 11-gamer here. So I think this is – we have a lot of quarterbacks, I think, that you can play. I think is the first thing uh, as we look at this slate. There's a lot of cheaper quarterbacks that you can play. 
I think a tournament, probably not in cash games. Tua kind of stands out here, seventy seven hundred. It does seem like just a game where the Dolphins could. They've been playing. They've been playing. They've played well at home this season, and it seems like one of these games where it could be 30, 40 points for the Dolphins, where Tua goes off for a ton of points. I think that is one that you can look at for tournaments, but for cash games, are you kind of in the line of thinking of okay, there's all these quarterbacks in the six K to five K range, even that all seem pretty decent. I mean, Kyler Murray came back last week. He's only 6,100. Even Brock Purdy against the uh, the pass funnel Tampa Bay Bucks defense, he's 5,800. So there's a lot of guys that are cheaper to where you don't have to spend up at quarterback. And, I mean, I'd even mention Josh Allen, but he's playing against the Jets, and, you know, they fired Ken Dorsey and all that. I'm not, not – I don't know why you'd play him in, in cash games or even tournaments for that matter. Sure, you could, you could go for the – huge range of points in, in tournaments, but are you thinking the same thing in, in terms of cash games, just kind of spend down and there's, there's a lot of options that you can look at. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, and I agree. I can't, you know, I'm going to fade Allen in probably in every format this week. Um, you know, you can make an argument because he has that ceiling for tournaments, but I think two guys below him, you mentioned one of them Tua, the other one is Dak. Um, I mean, we can talk about Herbert and Stroud, but Tua and Dak have just massive ceiling potential in these spots and they're cheaper, uh, for cash games though. Yeah, I think you're right. We're everyone's, I think most people are going to live in that low six K to high five K range. I think Kyler will be one of the most popular for cash games. Makes sense. He looked pretty good last week. He was running around. Uh, yeah, he looked healthy. So yeah, makes sense. I think Kyler and then Purdy at fifty eight hundred. Uh, I think maybe people might look at Lawrence at six K. Howell is sixty three. So like I think those are the top four options. Maybe Goff sixty six. But yeah, yeah, I think you know this this is this is a tough slate. I think because there's not a lot of clear cut decisions really at at any of the positions for cash games. Quarterback like those five guys. That I mentioned, I think people will be between there might be one running back receiver. There's tough decisions and not like obvious value. I think tight end is kind of obvious. We'll, we'll get there later. Defense, there's no like cheap option that everyone's going to be on. So, yeah, it's and then for tournaments, I think there's there's not really one game that stands out. Maybe Arizona, Houston, but I think there's like six or seven games that you could credibly target for tournaments. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting slate. And I think one of the tougher slates we've seen, cause yeah, there's just not a ton of obvious like cash game plays. There's tougher decisions. Yeah. It seems like every position there's, there's like a group of guys that look good and none of them stand out over the others. And that's kind of what we just talked about at quarterback. I mean, we'd even mentioned Stroud at 7K. Justin Fields expected to be back 6,900. They just gave up 38 points to the Chargers. The Lions did. Uh, so you figure that's going to be one of the games to stack, a high-scoring game possibility. And we know Justin Fields, his running ability is always in play. And I mean, he's missed games with his thumb. So it's not like he's coming back from, you know, an ankle or hamstring or something like that. It was his thumb. So his legs are good, and he's fine to run. Uh, so – there are, I mean, what's, I mean, I guess if it's, if you find money 
when you're done building your lineup, uh, if for some reason you're in that spot, I kind of did myself, but if maybe you start with like a six K quarterback and then you have some extra, some extra money. I mean, maybe you get up to the Strouds, maybe you get up to, I don't know if you get up to Dak at 7,300, but you know, wow, you, you found some money guys. left over. Um, I mean, I mean, it depends, I, depends how cra- was crazy you want to get. <laughs> yeah. It depends how crazy you want to get. So uh, I'll just say right now I went double tight end. I, I have, I went heavy with this, with this Houston, Arizona game. And I mean, you mentioned it, I think it's 80, 40, 48 and a half. It is the highest, just barely the highest over under on the slate up there with the lions bears. It just seems like a game that's going to have points. Um, I mean, neither one of these teams uh, top 15 in defense. And we saw, we saw the Cardinals offense come alive a little bit with Kyler and we just have all these cheap players from their team. The question I think, once we get the wide receiver will be, you know, the health of some of those Texans receivers kind of a thing. And once you get the running back, if you're going to want to play one of those running backs with all those wide receivers. So uh, in terms of tournaments for quarterback, I mean, it's kind of the same situation. Do you like one more than the others? How much Tua are you going to have in, in your tournament lineups? Well, yeah, I, I, I don't really like Allen. I do like Tua. the first two tournament lineups I made, you know, look, or Tua and Dak. Um, you know, I think we got to talk about the Cowboys, like, and Dak first. I mean, their passing game has looked incredible the last three weeks. Dak's numbers are insane in the last three weeks. At least 31 fantasy points in every game, over 300 yards in every game, 11 touchdown passes in that span. He's run for a couple touchdowns in recent weeks. Uh, I made the mistake of, uh, playing Pollard over the passing game last week. Cause I was worried about the blowout, you know, uh, but the Cowboys kept their foot on the pedal. I mean, clearly they've realized that the passing game and CD lamb is what makes their offense best. It hasn't worked with Pollard. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm worried that Dak's going to put up another 35 or something and, so while I do like Tua, I like Dak as well. Like Tua, Tua has that same potential. Like I agree with you. Coming off a bye, they should, you know, they're going to put up 40, you know, or 30, you know, mm-hmm. I agree. The same thing you said. So it's tough. You know, I think the Cowboys are might be easier to stack. You know, the Dolphins have two expensive receivers. Tyreek is the most expensive at 93 and then Waddle at 76. And I mean, if you do, it's, you can fit both. Maybe you just play one, but also like, do you want to run it back with a Raider? I guess Josh Jacobs is only 6,800. I don't think you could afford to run it back with Devante. Also, you don't need to run it back. You know, these blowout stacks have been working. Uh, you wouldn't have ran it a cowboy stack back with any giants last week and <laughs> works just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think you need to worry about that. Um, so yeah, my my two favorite spots are up top are Tua and Dak. Um, I think you can make an argument for Herbert though too, just because he'll be low owned and it's a pretty good spot against the Packers. Um, yeah, going down Stroud. I think Stroud's interesting. I don't think people are going to be on Stroud. That game environment looks great. Uh, I agree with you about just stacking that whole game up. I'm considering doing that too. Um, 
Fields and Fields against Detroit. That game too, 48 total. I mean, so we have all these spots. I'll just keep running through them. You could stack that Chicago Detroit game. I mean, it's a great spot for Detroit, for Detroit's running game and also for Amon Ra. They should put up a ton of points there. Um, I don't know what you're gonna get with Fields back, but you should make the Bears more competitive. Could be a decent spot for him too. Komet is pretty cheap. Uh DJ Moore. Like, so yeah, you can stack that game up. Um, you know, I'm kind of done with the Seahawks, but you could play some pieces from that Seahawks Rams game. I mean, it's one of the few games that's supposed to be like competitive and also have some points. Cooper Cup is cheap. Uh, the Seahawks receivers won't be owned. So I, you know, I don't mind looking there. You could look at this Washington matchup. Uh, probably the best matchup in football right now against the Giants. We just saw what the Cowboys did. Uh, we know how much Sam Howell and Eric Bieniemy and them have been throwing. All their, you know, pass catchers are cheap. Brian Robinson looks cheap. So, you know, you, you could play some some Washington pieces. Jacksonville then against this bad Tennessee team. All J- Lawrence <laughs> is cheap. Uh, you know, it, that, that defense is still a pass funnel in Tennessee. So, you know, you could play Lawrence with Kirk projects as one of the better values on the slate. Ridley's even cheaper now, and he will be less popular. Evan Ingram looks like one of the best tight ends on the slate. So, I mean, are we just playing everyone? Go- no, but this is what I'm saying that like the slate is <laughs> yeah. tough, but I also like these slates because, uh, you don't feel like you're forced into decisions. You can, you kind of just pick what spots you think are the best, you know, on other slate, at least for cash games when certain guys are going to be so high owned. Yeah. I mean, Tommy DeVito's 5k, uh, Kenny Pickett, 4,800, Zach Wilson, 4,800. There's a lot of studs. Yeah. I don't know if we're going that low. Um, maybe (laughs) you could go to 4,500. All right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about going that. Maybe you could go to Jordan love at 56. Uh, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't play him, but I think he is just because he's playing the chargers there. Right. He looked competent at least last week. I would say one of his better games and like, it's a way to get some chargers. You know, if you want to play Eckler or Keenan or, you know, we saw what the Pittsburgh running backs did to Green Bay last week. Both both Jalen Warren and Najee scored and had big games. Uh, so, you know, it's a good spot for the Chargers, too. Um, I don't know. That's like, it's a tough slate. You can make an argument for all these spots. Yeah, going back to your point on Prescott here, are you putting anything into it or have you thought about because this game is in Carolina or is that just just not matter? I mean, you look at you look at a lot of these numbers for the Panthers at home and they just really aren't allowing a ton of a ton of yards at home. Um, They've been better noticeably defensively. They had that game against the Texans where they actually beat the Texans. They only gave up 119 passing yards to C.J. Stroud and C.J. Stroud, you know, everyone's uh, MVP candidate, rookie of the year candidate kind of thing. So are you putting anything into, okay, the Panthers are at home and it seems like they're playing better defense at home. Uh, um, or is that just not really, uh, but I yeah, guess okay. you could, I guess you could. No, I'm just, uh, I don't know. No, not really. I put more into just how good the Cowboys have been. Uh, 
I don't know who the Panthers play at home. Derek Carr, Gardner Minshew, Kirk CJ Stroud, Kirk Cousins, Stroud. Yeah, the Stroud. You know, yeah, they've they've had some okay games there. I just I really worry because their offense and Bryce Young seems to have regressed. Maybe that's the wrong word. You know, he but they look bad in recent weeks, and I just can't see them keeping the Cowboys off the field. Yeah. But maybe, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, that could happen. I, I think the last time we talked, uh, Frank Wright gave up play calling duties, and now Frank Wright took back play calling duties. Again, this isn't going to mean a ton here for DFS, but uh, just, a, just a funny. It's basically just like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um yeah, so that's that's quarterback. I mean, we kind of mentioned it's kind of the same for all of these positions as well. As we get into running back, we have McCaffrey at 9,300, Eckler's 8,600. Very expensive when when uh, you consider the prices and if you're going to pay up for a wide receiver uh, because there are some wide receivers that have been you know on some great form recently. So probably not going to spend up the, on the McCaffreys and Ecklers. So what are we going to do? Uh, you mentioned before the show is Devin Singletary, 5,300. If, if Damian Pierce is out, he's probably going to be a lock, but what else do we have here? Jameer Gibbs is seven K. Uh, again, it's similar where it's not a ton that stands out. You're, we're not going to play Tony Pollard at this point. Do we play Rico Dowdell, Rico Dowdell, Dowdell at this point? Uh, Travis Etienne is 7,200. Does anyone outside of, I guess, Singletary, if, if Pierce is out, is anyone actually just is yeah. a must play or it? No. Um, so it, it kind of makes me want to get up to McCaffrey. I think you could get up to McCaffrey and still play uh, Tyreek Hill or one of those expensive receivers. Uh, I kind of like getting up to McCaffrey when there's no other obvious running backs. I don't think it's a must, but. In cash games here? Yeah, I think you could in cash games. Um, okay. I think I think Singletary would be a lock. Yeah, he would be the most popular if Pierce is out. So Singletary ran all over the Bengals last week, 30 carries for 150 yards and a touchdown. This would be one of the best matchups uh, he could have. The Cardinals defensive line is ranked last in the league. Uh, so it's a pretty good spot for the Texans running game. So yeah, Singletary would be a lock at 53. And then who do you put in next? You mentioned Gibbs. I think Gibbs is an option. Uh, he's crushed the last three weeks and it's a great spot at home against the Bears. So I, I would look at Gibbs. You're right. I just, I can't go back to Pollard. Uh, I get it. One of these times, maybe he does it, but there's no way I'm trusting that in cash. I think Aaron Jones, you could play at 6,200. Um I would just kind of ignore that questionable tag unless you hear something else. He's His health has been trending in the right direction. He's got 41 touches over the last two games, eight catches, good spot at home against the Chargers. So I would consider Aaron Jones. Um, I think some people might consider Etienne. At least I, I see he might be relatively popular, but I prefer Gibbs. Um I get it with Etienne against a bad Titans team, but yeah, it's just, it's not obvious. I don't know. Going a little bit cheaper. James Conner is there for 5,700 came back last week and got all the work. 
after uh, his injury. It's just a good game environment there. But yeah, there would really be nothing obvious after Singletary. So that's why I could see getting up to McCaffrey or Eckler, I guess. But I would just try get up to McCaffrey if, if that was the case. Hmm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's just that ninety three hundred is is a lot when when you have a guy like Gibbs who is seven k, uh, right twenty three hundred cheaper. He's put up, you know, as good of as similar performances as McCaffrey uh, in recent weeks. And then you know David Montgomery came out and said he basically gave up a goal line opportunity, gave it to Gibbs in the last game. So, uh, I mean, that's another plus. <laughs> so. Uh, just getting to that 9,300 is a lot, I think. And then you have this Bucks run defense, which is considered, you know, one of the best in the league and they just get passed on uh, pretty much by everyone as I'm pulling up some of their, the rush defense numbers. Okay. I mean, I guess they, they allowed it. They have allowed a couple big games. They got ran through by the Eagles and I think James Cook actually had a good game against them a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, maybe, maybe that happens. No, you're um, right though. To, to normally, Tampa Bay has one of the better run defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously with McCaffrey, sometimes that just means he's going to catch more balls. I don't know. You know, he's just, he's got, it almost doesn't matter the matchup. I, I, but I, but I hear you. Any thoughts to the Rams running back between Henderson and Freeman? Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it seems just like a straight up split here. 
Yeah, I, by all accounts, I'm not going to do it. It seems like it seems like they trust Henderson more, and I think Henderson has a little bit more upside as a receiver. So I, I yeah, I'd go with Henderson if I was going to target a back there, but I wasn't really planning on go, on any Rams backs. Yeah, I guess in that same range, there's also there's a, it's just basically the split territory where you have Drum Ford, Kareem Hunt down here. You have you, you mentioned Jalen Warren and Najee Harris are down here. May I mean, you know, Ford and Ford isn't too bad. I don't think. I mean, this isn't the the, the worst matchup. You got to figure this is going to be a pretty close game, maybe low scoring, where it's going to be there will be opportunities for Ford to get carries, kind of a thing. But, I mean, he's only 5,200. He had a pretty good game against the Steelers. Uh, I think it was week two. I guess Rico is down here as well. If you think that – if you think Mike McCarthy's comments uh, are going to come to fruition about him getting more touches going forward. So, there, I mean, there are there are other options here if you want to yeah. bend up um, more at wide receiver, basically. I for, – yeah, Ford, he seems okay. I just – I have a tough time rostering anyone – with when D anyone on Cleveland with DTR starting. Uh, I don't know though. I guess you could make the argument that it could be better for Ford, but not if, not if the Steelers just key on the run game more, cause they're not worried about DTR beating them through the air. Um, yeah. Uh, I should mention a chain, a chan, right? 6,600. Um, Apparently he's good to go and going to play, but you know, it's the same situation as I mean, always that's, yeah, that's, that's in a pure tournament move right there. Right. Yeah. Just a pure tournament move, but when like he's seen, getting he's 10 out- touches, he, I doubt he's going to get that much more than 10 touches. So you're just hoping for the 50 yard right. carry, the 50 yard reception kind of a thing. So, which, you know, we've seen twice already from him. Right. Uh, but yeah. You're right. Uh, strictly a tournament move. I don't know. Running back's tough. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. Gibbs. I kind of Gibbs. Gibbs looks like a pretty good option for a second running back. I think Aaron Jones too. Uh, uh, I don't know. Anything into? Uh, I know the numbers really aren't there, but Saquon Barkley. They're gonna be running the ball a bunch. 7,100, you know he's going to get touches. Washington gave gave away their two best defensive linemen. Yeah, that's, I think, yeah, that's a that's an interesting tournament move. I don't like, think I'm just looking be very at, popular. Yeah, yeah, I'm just looking at percentages. Like, he's just not, he's a little bit down the list. Uh, even for, but, I mean, it's 7,100. I think it's just a, it's a good route. I mean, like, yeah. last time these teams played, it was 14 to 7. It's not going to be a blowout. I, I doubt it's going to be a blowout, I guess, for either side. So you got to think that's that, a pretty you know, good call, actually. Touches. He's all the way down to he's all the way down to 7,100. I hadn't even really considered that. But yeah, big salary drop and it should be a pretty good matchup. I mean, we've been trying to target this Washington team on the other side. I guess I didn't I didn't mention I like Brian Robinson. Um, he's only 5,800. Gibbs hasn't practiced on hasn't practiced yet i assume he's probably okay and and will play like if he doesn't it'd just be a great spot for rob for robinson i know that oh, gibson 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 sorry antonio gibson yeah um so if gibson misses out 
I mean, Brian Robinson had six targets last game, six catches as well. Uh, he just gets all that receiving work, basically. I would think he'll get at least some of it. Yeah, yeah. look at Robinson last week, six catches for 119 and a touchdown. I mean, that 51-yard touchdown was was on sort of like a busted play, and Howell Robinson was like the last option. But, but yeah, it worked out uh, clearly. He had five targets. Other than that, um, if if Gibson was out, I'll play Robinson in cash for sure. Yeah. Yeah, just probably in a range of 20 touches, a few targets for 5,800 like, against the Giants. Right. He's one of those that, okay, he, he he's not projecting very well. I think part of the reason is because the commanders statistically have the worst offensive line in the league, I believe, and the Giants if they've done one thing decent, I it's like been stopping the run sometimes. Uh, so like from a matchup perspective, it doesn't jump off the page, but what does jump off the page is the Giants starting to veto and having a team total of like 13 <laughs> or right. whatever. So, and Robinson is under six K. So to me, I sort of just. They've given up. Matchup. They've given up at least 80 rushing yards in all but two games. Uh, the yeah, you know, season. which is it's, it's tough when you're always on the field and your offense isn't scoring. Right. And teams are just running out the game and running out the game in the second half. So it's tough it's when you have 10 actually, three and outs per game. Right. So it's a, it's probably not even that bad. They could be getting crushed for 200 yards on the ground in, in some of these games. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of it for running back. We've kind of touched on pretty much everything. Yeah, here. like what play you, whoever what? you think is in, you know, it's not, it's Singletary will be like massive chalk if if Pierce is out. And then after that, it's up for debate. I'll actually ask. So this James Cook situation, no more Ken Dorsey. We saw the last game for the Bills where their best route of attack, it seemed like just running the ball and Cook had over 100 yards in that game. <laughs> Every game, Josh Allen is seemingly having dumb turnovers. Um, do they take – I mean, we can't obviously, you know, project what's going on here, but maybe in tournaments, maybe the, maybe the Bills just take more of a running approach than we've seen previously because that did work in their last game. Maybe they kind of take that approach here against the Jets a little bit, or is that uh, – Maybe not. Yeah, no, I, I agree with everything that you said. I just, normally I don't like to play guys against the Jets. You know, they have a really good defense and they're involved in a lot of lower scoring games. But yeah, I like Cook. I like Cook as a player and he's really cheap. Um, upside catching passes too. Even Brees Hall on the other side is pretty cheap. Yeah, I was going to say. It's the same kind of thing. I think I should have mentioned Hall. I think, yeah, Hall's a... Decent option too. Um, but yeah, with Cook, I think that's fine. I would just make sure that they don't activate Leonard Fournette yet. Like I wouldn't want to, if you feel like they signed him and they have Latavis Murray who also had a good game. And I just would worry about Cook's touches if, when all three of those backs are, are active, but Yeah. Yeah, they sign these running backs for some reason. Maybe it's maybe it's for the second half of the season uh, with a new with someone else calling offensive plays, kind of a thing. 
Yeah, and you figure for the playoff run, it's going to be cold, especially in Buffalo. Like playoff run, playoff Lenny. Yeah, right. Bills. Oh, Bills are missing the playoffs currently. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> right, right. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, they're favored to not make the playoffs. Yeah, um, I still think they will, but yeah. All right, before we get to a wide receiver, get ready for the ultimate big game parties at Circa Resort and Casino. Super Sunday is in Las Vegas this year. Watch the big game poolside at Stadium Swim's big game viewing party. Massive screen, booming game sound, and a view of the pyrotechnic and visual effects throughout the game. Snag the best seat in the sun with day beds, poolside boxes, cabanas, and more. Or touchdown at all at the world's largest sports book, Circa Sports, for the big game bash. Three stories of football glory. Featuring a 78 million pixel screen. Book your seat with a variety of reservation options, including bottle service, open bar, stadium style food, and more. Don't miss these legendary viewing experiences on February 11th. The big game parties only at Circa Resort and Casino. Reserve today at CircaLasVegas.com. Three stories of football glory, Ryan. You're moving into a new house. You got three stories of football glory at your house? No. I, I don't, unfortunately. That's a That's a Although I, I, I technically I could because the house the is attic. a tri level. The house okay. is a tri level, so we could have three stories of of football glory. But technically, no. three stories. Yeah, yeah. Set it up. Set it up. Um. Yeah. Set it up for the big, uh, big Thanksgiving feast week slate there. So we got wide receiver here. There's this. There's I'm just counting all the the options here. There's five receivers at 8,800 and more, and they're all between 8,800 and 9,300. Which don't I don't really uh, remember seeing this quite often like like this so close together. So Tyree Kill, we mentioned the Dolphins in a pretty good smash spot here against the Raiders. C.D. Lamb correlated with Dak Prescott has been unbelievable in the last few weeks digs where i think we're gonna probably gonna be on the same pages okay if we're not playing josh allen why are we looking at digs uh keenan allen is just getting 50 targets a game but uh ac joint sprain i think he's fine i saw somewhere that keenan allen has basically had a busted shoulder since his rookie year or something and he's basically obviously he's been keenan allen for the past 10 plus years so i'm not sure how big of a worry that is and then uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, 8,800. So you have all these guys in here. And this isn't even getting to the Cooper Cups at 8,100. Uh, even the Puka Nakua is at 7,100. Uh, Devontae against the Dolphins. If you want to take the Raiders route, I'm not sure we'll go there. But there are a lot of options here. Does one of these high-end wide receivers stand out more than the rest? I'm going to guess you're going to say C.D. Lamb based on your deck that comments, but what do you think? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, I don't think there's much I can really tell. I don't think there's much anybody can really tell anybody about these receivers. Um, you, so, yeah, Tyreek and CeeDee Lamb, they're the top two. Uh, as far as choosing between them, uh, yeah, I don't know how you do it. Uh, so CeeDee Lamb... He set an NFL record last week. Only guy with three straight games of at least 11 catches and 150 receiving yards. Uh, crazy numbers for CD. He's looked great. Uh, 
Tyreek is the same. You know, we see he's got a massive ceiling every week. Um, I think these two guys have the highest ceilings on the slate and are most likely to hit them. But then you go down and Keenan Allen has, he's coming off another 40 point game. He's going to be less popular than these guys. They don't, you know, they don't have Mike Williams. Quentin Johnson hasn't done it. They don't have Josh Palmer anymore. So, you know, they got to rely on Keenan. Could He's a decent leverage play for tournaments. I agree with you on digs, but, you know, the fact that no, no one's really going to play him makes him at least somewhat interesting. I remember, you know, people were talking about fading him and I faded him in the first matchup against the Jets in New York based on the up against Sauce Gardner narrative. And they made a point to target Diggs and he torched Gardner and the Jets. 10 catches, 102 yards for a touchdown in New York. So I think that's an interesting leverage option. I'm not going to do it, but like from a game theory point of view, it makes sense. And then Amon Ra, great spot. Cheaper than these other guys. Maybe not quite the ceiling they have, but you could see him scoring in the mid-30s. Um, I mean, if you if you just throw like one more touchdown in there, I think the ceiling is there. If you just look at yeah, the I, I do too. Yards. I, I do too. Um, and then, yeah, Cup. Cup is cheaper now, coming off a bye. Uh, three straight games under seven fantasy points. I think you can throw out the game with Rippin. Uh, yeah, I mean, he came in in the Dallas game as well. So Yeah, you can kind of throw out some of that stuff. But yeah, it's nice that Cup is a thousand cheaper than these other guys. So I guess, you know, what I'm saying is they're all viable options and you can make an argument for all of them. It's like the theme right. of this slate. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, my favorite two are Tyreek and CeeDee Lamb, but you know, I feel like most people will probably actually, no, I think, I think the most, the two most pop, I think the most popular are going to be Tyreek, Amon Ra and Cup. So like, I kind of like CeeDee if he's going to maybe be the fourth most popular out of those guys. I don't know. Who do you, who, you know, who's your favorite here? Yeah, if you're watching on, on YouTube or Twitter, I, I have some roster ship percentage projections up, and it's kind of what you said. It just seems like even though CeeDee Lamb has been awesome, uh, it's it. I don't know, there's like a, a sentiment around him that he isn't awesome. <laughs> um, right, or I mean, at least I mean, that he shouldn't be priced the same as like Tyreek. Yeah, right, there is. Tyreek has the name. He has the name of Cheetah, home against the Raiders, uh, Cooper Cup you know, his history. So you're throwing that, all of that in there. I think that kind of leads to maybe more people looking at Tyreek and then a cheaper Cooper cup. I think that has to go into account there, but I, I almost think like, why go cup when, when Puka is 7,100 the last time that Stafford played and Puka and cup were healthy. It was that Steelers game where Puka was the guy who went off a little bit. I mean, maybe, maybe it doesn't happen. And uh coop just is back to, what he was last year, two years ago, kind of thing, or or maybe maybe it is more of a split role, and Puka is, is up there as well. So, I mean, if you, if you need to save the what seven hundred no thousand dollars on Puka, like I don't think it's going to be that's much worse of a, a situation for you. No, yeah, I think that's a good call too. Puka, 
he's cheaper than he's been in six weeks. I mean, he he had gotten up to 8K. So, yeah, now back down to 71 is interesting. And it's the opposite with CD. He's, he was 7,100 a few weeks ago, 7,300. Then he was just got up to the 8Ks. I mean, he's never been over 9K. So, yeah, all the way up to 9,200. Should keep some people off CD Lamb. I agree, though. Yep, down again. Puka. Puka's a good option. Uh, yeah, Waddle. I mean, the games, basically the games with Rippin are are going into the prices, I think, a little bit here, which I don't think you yeah. don't think they should, but that's just right. how it goes. Um, I think Waddle's an interesting tournament option, just as leverage off Tyreek. Waddle has said he's healthier than he's been all season, so I think he's got a ceiling game in him. Um, going down, yeah, I see on our percentages and other percentages marquise brown uh projects the best in the 5k range he projected the best in that range last week too and caught one pass <laughs> on four targets so i think people are going to be uh let's actually let's let's talk about that game a little bit so yeah yeah just all the wide receivers for this game because i think well, I, you know, I went Kyler Murray here that you'll probably, we'll probably have some Kyler Stroud lineups kind of a thing, some stacks. So we know we'll, we'll get to tight ends, I guess. So this is, we'll just talk about, well, we can, we can bring in McBride and Schultz here if we want to, uh, just as we're talking about this game. So Nico Collins, we'll see about his calf. Uh, he did not play last week. So that led to some big performances for Noah Brown, who also happened to pop up on the injury report. And uh, I don't, I haven't seen anything yet from today, but he didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. So we have a situation where we don't know right now as a Friday morning of who is actually going to be the starting wide receivers for Houston. Uh, Tank Dell seems like the one healthy guy. He's 5,900 getting to the Cardinals. You mentioned Brown is 5,300, but Rondell Moore had, I think the most targets of the wide receivers in Kyler's first start. He had eight targets in that game. He's, you know, he's more of a gadget guy. He's going to get, he's going to catch his behind the line of scrimmage kind of thing, uh, but he will get targets and he's only 3,300. And then Michael Wilson, uh, maybe, you know, he, he had a few good games early in the season, but he's 3,400 at six targets in the last game. So, yeah. So uh, I guess I'll shoot it over to you on, on your thoughts yeah, on how so to deal with this. I, game here. I, I wrote in my article that one of the reasons this game was the most attractive for stacks is because there's at least five players on each team that you could credibly roster, you know, that are very viable for the Texans wide receivers. Yeah. I heard Nico Collins said he's good to go, said he's going to play. So yeah, Nico is good to go. You mentioned, you know, you would like Brown, Noah Brown to be out. He hasn't practiced yet, but that would be, yeah, that I would want him to be out. Cause they're that plug in Nico and tank. Yeah. Or even, you know, Robert Woods is 3,700, you know, uh, I, I, I think that I remember bringing him up on another podcast yeah. with you and he scored a touchdown. Uh, he, on one cut, <laughs> was that the I'm one? At, no, I'm looking at his. Oh, uh, no, he didn't. That wasn't the podcast, it was one of these other games. He, he didn't okay. score a touchdown, anyways. Um, <laughs> but you know, if Brown didn't play, I don't know, like we Woods has three games with nine plus targets already. He's just coming back from injury, but finally doesn't have a 
questionable tag. You know, for me, it wouldn't be the worst if if Noah Brown was out, especially when you consider there's not like much in this 3K range. That's a perfect segue to the Arizona side because Rondale Moore projects the best in the 3K range, which makes sense. I think Moore is a viable cash game play even after eight targets. I'm considering him in cash games. That's how you can spend up at running back and spend up for, or you don't have to spend up at running back. You can spend up for two receivers if you play Rondale. Um, Yeah, and I think just for these Cardinals guys, they would not be priced so cheap if Kyler had been playing this season. They're priced the way they are because Clayton Toon was playing the last few games and Dobbs before that. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's why the Cardinals all project as good value. You know, Trey McBride stands out again. We mentioned Marquise already. Michael Wilson for, for tournaments, if you want more in any format. Yeah, like every player in that game is viable, which, you know, makes it attractive for stacks. Yeah, just overall, it feels like, for me personally, this just feels like a 34-31 type of game. I think it kind of relies on what we're going to get out of Kyler. I mean, I guess that's kind of been the case for Kyler Murray's career. Are you going to get a good Kyler where he actually is staying competitive or is he going to be, he's too short and he can't, I don't know, he can't get out of the pocket kind of thing and can't complete passes. I mean, that is the one thing where it's like, okay, maybe the Texans just dominate. But I think, you know, if Kyler shows up like he did against the Falcons last week, uh, this is a game where both teams can score. And we saw this a couple weeks ago. Uh, the Texans were at home. They played the Bucks. That game ended 39-37. Um, even last week against the Bengals, 30-27 to for the Texans. So you have just the history of these games, and it just seems like one the game on the slate that has the possibility for both teams hitting 30 points. Yep. Um, we And we didn't even mention here, so let's just con- – sum up this conversation we have Dalton Schultz at 5k at tight end and Trey McBride at 4400 I think at the beginning of the show you're like there's an obvious tight end is Trey McBride the obvious tight end but what about Schultz here at 5k would you actually consider Schultz would you consider playing both of them uh like one in your flex yeah yeah all great questions uh yeah I like Schultz too McBride is to me the play for cash games either him some will, some might say Evan Ingram, they're the same price. And I understand it with Evan Ingram too. So I would say them for cash games. Uh, Schultz, I think is a great tournament play because he's going to be way less popular than those guys. I think people are going to kind of live in that mid 4k range for tight end, even Cole Komet a little cheaper. Some might even get up to Kincaid, but yeah, I really like Schultz, especially. Yeah, no, not, a, I, I really like Schultz in general. He's been great this season. I think he has what I don't have touchdown in four of the last five or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think we talked after through. that bucks game. Cause I played him in the bucks game. I just picked yeah. a, I think I had Nico Collins. I had the wrong Texan receiver in that bucks. Game, yeah. But. And yeah, I think double tight end is okay. Um, I did it last week on a few lineups. I Would might. you be more likely to do that if say Noah Brown is out? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I'm not sure it necessarily matters, but it would help. But it, mm-hmm. it, you know, it can't hurt, right? It can't hurt Schultz to have 
one of the receivers out. Um, yeah, Stroud and, you know, it, you broke it down perfectly. If Kyler can keep pace, we, we could get a shootout in that spot. I was worried that we might see a letdown from Stroud and the Texans after, you know, he threw for 470 in that massive game against Tampa. Then going into Cincy, who were on a roll as, you know, pretty Texans as pretty big underdogs. Uh, crazy stat from that game. Stroud had 17 completions of at least 15 yards. 17 completions of at least 15 yards. That's more than any quarterback has had in a game this season. I mean, that's just that's very impressive stuff. So, yeah, I like stacking that game. It's funny you say the Bengals are in a roll because we're talking Friday now, and they are not <laughs> on a roll anymore. Joe no, Burrow things changed very quickly. <laughs> yeah, after Thursday's game. But – so I'm, I'm just going through the list of wide receivers. So we talked about this Houston-Arizona game. We talked about the high-end options. Who stands out in terms of these other teams, in terms of everyone else? I'm not sure there's – I guess it's like, okay, these guys are going to be pretty popular because I don't know if anything else stands out really when you get to – Right. I it know, makes Debo, – Debo Samuel, I, I guess, is 6,300. He's pretty cheap now, and if he – you know, another week and maybe he's a little healthier – so sub, what are we looking at? Sub Nico, sub uh, Debo at sixty three hundred, kind of. A yeah, thing? yeah. Um, I, no, I agree with you though. To me, it, it makes sort of stars and scrubs look more attractive. Like the best option in the five k range, we said is Marquise Brown. No, I think that's fine, but it's tough when Trey McBride and Rondale Moore look like better options on the same team. I'm talking for cash games, like it's tough to choose Marquise Brown over them in my, in my opinion. And yeah, so a little higher than that, I think Christian Kirk will probably be the most popular in the six K range, but not like overwhelmingly. So there's just, there's not much from a cash game perspective, but the matchup for the Jaguars is really good. And specifically the Jaguars passing game. Um, Kirk, you know, has established himself as the number one and, this should be a little bit of a bounce back spot for the Jags after getting crushed last week against San Fran. So, you know, if you want to go that more mid range route, I think Kirk's fine. You know, Marquise Brown is fine, but yeah, like no really smash spots or obvious spots. It makes me want to just punt Rondale, spend up for two receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rondale over Wilson is your, yeah, I think there's plenty. You can consider plenty of these other guys in tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, I, especially be. Go ahead. I was gonna say Jaden Reed is down here. Yeah, four uh, K. Jaden Jaden Reed, I I uh, included him in my article. Same with same with Watson uh, for forty six hundred. Um, I think it, a lot of guys in that range are good tournament plays. Quinton Johnston even against. Uh, Green Bay is coming off his best game of the season and his first touchdown. I I think you can do it for 4,200, especially with Keenan banged up and all the injuries they have. Uh, You know, I'm just throwing it Jackson Smith and Jigba for the same price. Uh, Yeah. You know, Brandon cooks cooks had a massive game last week nine catches 173 yards and a touchdown he's actually has he actually has a touchdown in three of his last four 
Um, with that passing game just clicking so well, I don't mind Brandon Cooks in tournaments, especially like on Dak double stacks. Um, For tournaments. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I just want to bring it back to Utah Kirk a little bit. And just for the Jags, it just seems like when they do have the big games, that Etienne is the guy that kind of goes off. I, I just look back at Lawrence's numbers. He, he's only had more than 300 passing yards in one game. So it just feels like, okay, if you want to stack, if you want to stack Lawrence and Kirk or something in tournaments, it just doesn't feel like, like that's the best strategy is kind of what um, – so what you don't think he'll ever think, throw? But... You don't think he'll ever throw for three hundred again? I mean, he will, but okay. So six K for Kirk, and then Lawrence is six K as well. Evan um, Ingram. I mean, I <laughs> okay. It's just maybe... an easy. It's just a cheap double stack. They're just a little cheaper, I guess. Is, is right. It... I agree with you, though. Yeah, it's been tough, tough sledding for Lawrence. People expected him to have a much better year than he's having, especially from a statistical standpoint. I think he's really let down. Um, mm-hmm. People will see this, though, as people always like to play the passing stacks against the Titans, always. Um, so I think that's part of it. Uh, it hasn't quite been the case as much this year because their run defense hasn't been quite as good as in previous seasons. and. Yeah, it's just it's tough when with Will Le- Levis uh, as your quarterback too. But yeah, no, I I think I don't think I'm going to be on the Jags, but it makes sense. Uh, anything else for wide receiver? Yeah, the the Reds, uh, the Commanders. Whoa! <laughs> Sorry about that. The Commanders. Jahan, Jahan Dotson. What happened to him last week? He's 5100. He did not have a catch last week. And yeah. they scored 26 points. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure what happened. Brian Robinson went off. Um, I don't know. But just in general, it's a great spot against it's a great spot against the Giants. You know, we say it every week how how often the commanders are throwing the ball. Dak just did whatever he wanted to against this defense through the air. So McLaurin. You know, I know McLaurin. McLaurin's been very disappointing with when you consider how much they've been throwing it. You know, they just have a lot of guys and they kind of interchange them. McLaurin, Dotson, Logan Thomas, Curtis Samuel, I believe, is going to play. He's listed as questionable. Um, but Are you yeah, worried they're all... that the last time they played it was 14-7 in a really ugly game? Not really. But... Uh... No, I don't know. Should I be? I don't know. It worries me a little bit. It just seems when these teams play, it is ugly. And I like are are the commanders gonna win twenty eight to ten or something? Maybe, but Maybe. I don't know. It just feels like a matchup where when these teams play every year that there aren't a ton of blowouts. I mean, I not speaking from statistics here, but Right. I just Normally, yeah, I just think it might be a different story with Danny DeVito under center. Oh, you're um, saying the Giants are going to get 30? <laughs> no, I'm saying the Commanders are going to have more opportunities than usual. Um, 
but yeah, it's not a spot I'm in love with, but you got to throw it out there. It's, it's like the, it's the best matchup Washington's going to have at least one of the best matchups Washington's going to have at home against arguably the worst team in football. You know, they got to be in, con, under consideration. Yeah. It just seems like that, like Washington just isn't a team that is going to get blowouts. So that's uh, kind of what I'm thinking there. So we, we talked about tight ends a little bit. Do you want to add anything else to, to the McBride Schultz conversation? I know you mentioned a few other guys. I mean, is there a reason we don't have to talk about Kelsey here, but Kittle is 6,400. Laporta is 5,800. Kincaid 4,900. You mentioned Ingram 43, Komet 41. So there's all, there's all these options, but Trey McBride seems like the, the targets are going to be there. Seems like a high scoring game. He's 4,400. How many of your lineups are going to have McBride slash Schultz in them? Um, a lot, <laughs> a lot. Um, so I really like Trey McBride. I think most people know this. I I've been talking about him for a while. I have a bunch of him in best ball and, you know, he's been, there's sort of been two different camps on this and I get it because he's been chalky a few weeks now. So of course you can make an argument to fade that I've been on the other end or I've just, I didn't make a lineup without McBride last week and it worked out just fine. Um, I, you know, I, he was 3,500 then though. And now he's up to 44, but I still um, think it's pretty cheap. I, yeah, I'm going to steal, you know, I'm not going to, there's a clip of Evan Silva going around where he's talking about, McBride is the Cardinals version of Travis Kelsey and it sounds funny, but he is McBride is like McBride is a stud tight end won awards in college. He's big. He's fast. He's athletic. I mean, you look at him out there and he looks the part. He's also 10 years younger. I think we have to mention that. (laughs) I mean, so like, I'm just, I'm sort of a McBride guy. So yeah, I'm going to play McBride, but I do like these other tight ends. I like Schultz for sure. Uh, I think Ingram's a decent play. Um, I think Jake Ferguson's a decent play. Ferguson has a touchdown in three straight games and I just like the Cowboys. I think Kincaid is even a pretty good play. He's been crushing lately. Um, yeah, I'm going to live in that range and I think you can go double tight end again. Um, definitely considering double tight end, especially sort of with the lack of, guys I'm in love with at wide receiver in mm. that range or, and cheap running backs as well. Sorry. I was just looking at, I, I was just looking at something we were talking about. Can uh, the commanders giants game? Like, could, do you think, uh, you know, the Logan Raiders, Thomas? no, no, no. I just no. like, can, can, the can the giants blow them out? I mean, can the Raiders blow anybody out? The Raiders have scored the Raiders, you know, 30 to six against the giants two weeks ago. The Raiders haven't scored over 20 points in any other game this season. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's a new coach bump. You can't, you can't throw okay. that in there. Okay. New coach bump. Yeah, yeah. Antonio Pierce bump. Come on. Yeah. There, there was, there Aren't was they drinking, that, cha- they're drinking champagne in the locker room after that game. Smoking or cigars, everything. That was a super bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways though. Yeah. Back to tight end. Uh, I mean, do you agree? I think, Double tight end looks decent again. Yeah, that was my first move, especially with the with the Arizona Houston stack. Yeah. Uh, it just it just seems to make sense when when we have that that range of wide receivers from the seven k ish to five k ish to 
to even 4K. Like, uh, I mean, we'd rather play a lot of these these tight ends here than I don't know a lot of the 6K wide receivers to an extent here. Um, some of them, at least, some of them, I'll say. Uh, uh, sorry, I was just yeah looking at a question in this chat, the Rondale Moore question. I'm not sure what's going on with with here, but yeah, go. Yeah, for it. <laughs> I just no. He, you can't play Ron. I wouldn't like in in a season long type fantasy. No. no, I would not play Rondale Moore over those guys just because those other guys have more upside. But you know when salary is a Who's consideration. The fraud? I don't know what this guy's talking about. The fraud is gone. Maybe some. Oh, the Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ju- yeah but yeah, no, just okay. no to Rondale Moore. Uh, Rondale Moore in DFS. Not Rondell Moore over those guys in the season-long fantasy. Yeah, you play Addison right there. Yeah, maybe even Ridley. I don't know. I haven't looked at the wall. I don't even know who – or sorry, I don't even know who Minnesota plays this week. Sorry. <laughs> He's confirming we are not the frauds. Okay. Uh, thanks for confirming that, Daniel. All right. So, actually, before we get to defenses and some winning tournament strategies – Rotowire is proud to partner with Splash Sports for the 2023 fantasy football season. Splash Sports empowers gaming commissioners to earn by creating contests. Commissioners can set up contests, add their style, and enjoy the evolving Splash Sports platform for customized preferences. From daily to season-long contests, Splash Sports caters to various playing styles such as DFS, Pick X, and Traditional Survivor. And unlike traditional sports books, Splash Sports pits you against friends and family, not the house. Splash goes beyond betting, a space where friends can connect, strategize, and share in the excitement of sports. Rotowire will be running weekly DFS tiers contests on Splash Sports all season. Can you beat the Rotowire experts? Visit rotowire.com/splash to enter today. Um, I am. There's a Rotowire Survivor contest, and I think there's about five people left in it on Splash Sports. I am I am up I am still alive here so we're entering week 11 so I think I don't know what the payout is but um I'm just saying still alive in survivor Yeah I'm 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 amazing at survivor so if you need any tips just to That's just saying me. a lot this year that that's very nice I mean you could say that every year there's there's yeah, people always say in the NFL, it's like, oh, there's so many upsets this year in the NFL. But, it's, you know, the same thing happens every year. Yeah. There's, there's random games here and there where a bad team's going to beat a good team. It's, you know, the same thing year over year, but it's just uh, it's just recency bias is kind of what it is. Okay. I feel like there's been, like, some high-profile ones of, the like, the chalkiest survivor team of a few weeks. But, but yeah, I hear you. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, before we get into defense, I'll just finish off tight end because there's some, there's some cheap ones. We sort of, we sort of stopped at the, at the 4K range because that's where I think the best options are. But let's go all the way down to 2,500. Pat. You got to mention Pat. You got to mention Pat Fryermuth coming back at 2,500. Apparently, he's healthy now. Um, you know, not the greatest matchup against Cleveland, but with Cleveland starting DTR, I, st- I think you got to give it a little bump. Um, and then also for 2,500, it looks like That's Hayden right. Hurst is going to miss with a concussion, which is actually kind of significant because. Tommy Tremble is 2,500 and he's a guy who he has some receiving chops and he's already been, he'd already been playing more 
before he's got at least two catches in four straight games and his snap share had already been going up. Um, so if like if Hayden Hurst was out and he, he would have a path to being the clear number one, uh, at least I bring it up because it was interesting for me because if I'm going to have some Dallas stacks, I was trying to look at what, what I can maybe do with Carolina. You don't need any Panthers, but I wouldn't mind having one. Also, I think I should switch back to receiver. He, you know, could bring up Mingo and Chark to 3,400, 3,300. You know, they're the same price as those two Arizona guys who will be chalky. You know, I think it's good in tournaments to maybe fade that Rondale Moore chalk and look for some of these other guys in the 3K range. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention those two $2,500 tight ends. And then there's a couple in the 3K range if you want to take chances on. You mentioned Logan Thomas. He seems fine. Um, Musgrave for 3600 seems fine. Um, Chigakonkwu, if you want, for 3200 He's been getting targets recently. I don't know, just wanted to mention a few other guys i'll probably mm-hmm. stay in that 4k range maybe yeah. i could play uh tommy tremble in a dallas stack if hayden hurst was out um but double yeah. t yeah D- double t uh for defenses cowboys are at 4900 are you spending up do you have the money to spend up or who is the cheap defense you would be looking at i initially plugged in jets at 2600 against the bills yeah, this week is interesting because there's not a defense under 3K that I think is going to be popular. Uh, and most of the time, people want to play like the cheapest viable defense in cash games. I don't, you know, you mentioned the Jets for 2600 at Buffalo. Yeah, that seems okay. Like, maybe I'll do that. Could you go all the way down to the Packers at 2,300 against Justin Herbert? Maybe. Um, but yeah, like what do I think people are going to do? I think commanders are going to be relatively popular, which is just, it's it's so interesting because, you know, the last two weeks, everybody's been talking about, you know, they just traded Chase Young and Montez Sweat, and this defense is just awful. But I mean, they got zero by, stacks against the Patriots. I'm not going to play them. Okay. If you're going by the numbers, you know, they're, go, they're up against the team. What is the Giants total right now? I haven't checked today, but I think it's 13 or something. Uh, so they're going to be, look, it's a home matchup against Danny DeVito or whatever his name is, Tommy DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it might as well be Danny DeVito. Like, I don't think I'm going to do it either, Adam, but. Uh, I understand why they project to be relatively popular. I think people will consider the Jaguars as well at home against the Titans. That looks like a pretty good spot. I think people will consider the Dolphins at home against the Raiders. That looks like a pretty good spot. Um, So yeah, I guess those three, at least from what I'm seeing, project to be the most popular. So, yeah, that's $3,600 Washington, $3,400 Jacksonville, and $3,200 Miami. Seems like those are going to be the three most popular, but, you know, people always like to spend down. So, I don't know. Defense is going to be spread spread around this week. Yeah, if I spend up, I I want to know I'm going to get I'm going to get a few stat sacks, and the team has shown 
the ability to get pick sixes and, and force turnovers kind of thing. Because when you spend up, you need the upside. You need the touchdown upside kind of thing. I mean, it's fine. Okay, maybe the commanders only allow 10 points, but if they're, if they're allowed 10 points and have one or two sacks, one interception, I, that's, I don't think it's going to be enough. Yeah, like, you I'm need a touchdown. And I'm with you. Yeah, 3,600. I mean, there's, we talked about the tight ends. We talked about the, the Cardinals. I mean, I guess price equivalence doesn't matter here, but I just think when you spend up comparing the, the Jets, the Packers, whoever for 1K cheaper, um, like you need, you need something else. And for a commander's team who has one sack since they let go or they chase young. And Monta Sweat, since those guys have been gone, they have one sack. One of those games against the Patriots, who, okay, yeah, I mean, I mean, we've seen yeah. what the Patriots did last week in their game uh, with Mac Jones. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, even though Tommy DeVito, Danny DeVito is in there, I'm not sure what exactly that means for this Washington defense. No, yeah, that's a good point. I paid 4400 for the Cowboys against DeVito last week, and they – did not they had do five it. sacks and no touchdowns. Five sacks right. and still only eight fantasy points. You're right, mm-hmm. though. I'd rather, uh, for a hundred dollars cheaper, I'd rather play the Steelers against DTR. You know, play TJ Watt against DTR. Play Jaguars against Levis. Play Dolphins against Aiden O'Connell. Uh, yeah, those all seem like higher upside spots to me. Yeah, even the Chargers against the Packers. We know Jordan yeah. Love is, is prone to turnovers. Uh, as we wind up defense here, and I guess go to any last thoughts for tournaments, I mean, we've kind of talked a lot about the, the Texans-Cardinals game. I think we covered that one pretty well. And, I mean, we talked a little bit about everything. What what would, uh, would you say the Texans-Cardinals stack would be more popular just because it's a little easier to fit than, than a bears lions stack of a game kind of a thing. Uh, yeah. Someone um, mentioned in our chat, uh, DJ Moore relevance again, uh, now that Justin Fields is back. So maybe you have either fields, uh, in DJ Moore or you have St. Brown and golf with DJ Moore kind of a thing. Um, I think, I mean, obviously according to the over under, that is the other game that seems, Seems likely to have maybe both teams hit 30 points kind of a thing. Yeah, and I think it'll be much less popular. So I, I think it's a, much less popular than the Arizona-Houston matchup. So it's a very good target for tournaments. The Arizona-Houston matchup is going to be the chalkiest, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, because Trey McBride is chalk. Rondell Moore is relatively popular. Uh, Singletary will be massive chalk if Pierce is out. Kyler Murray will be one of the more popular quarterbacks. So when you have all those guys expected to be chalky, yeah, it'll drag along some of the other guys from that game too. Now that's fine. You know, I I still don't mind stacking up that game. Just try to get some leverage somewhere else. Um, Yeah. But to your point, it makes the bears lions attractive because yeah, it'll be much, much less popular. Yeah, I think the leverage, kind of what we talked about, will be deciding on your running backs and deciding on your top one, top two wide receivers. I think that's where that's where you can get different. Uh, you just gotta obviously pick correctly when you're uh, when you're right. guessing which of the which of the nine k wide receivers you want, kind of a thing. So, yep. Uh, let just I want to close off defense. I just felt like I should mention the 49ers. They've looked 
uh, great last week. Chase Young's first game, the defense completely shut down Lawrence and the Jaguars. Five sacks, two picks, two fumbles, held them to three points, and now they get a home matchup against Baker. So, I could, yeah, I would play them over the, the over the commanders as well. There you go. No faith in Baker Mayfield. No, I like Baker, though. I think Baker's had a very good year. I just, yeah. this is a tough spot. Right. Yeah. At San Francisco, that is. Any any other thoughts here in, in general in terms of matchups, in terms of the slate, in well, terms of a team you want to stack in tournaments? Yeah, you could even stack, you could stack that 49ers Bucks game too. I don't know. Uh with Baker Pur- Mayfield quarterback. Not with Baker. No, no. I would the Purdy stacks. Purdy with pair him. I would probably pair him with McCaffrey and one of the pass catchers, but you could pair him with Debo and Kittle or Ayuk and Kittle. And just it's an interesting stack because it will be low owned and there's leverage on the Buccaneers side that nobody's going to play Rashad White or Mike Evans and they're decent options still I don't know felt like it was worth mentioning yeah it feels Seattle, like Debo Seattle, LA. <laughs> yeah I kind of like the Rams in that spot um I don't know if I'd go to far as far as I mean maybe if I'm playing Puka if I'm playing Cup I mean, we could see two 100-yard receivers. Maybe maybe you do play Stafford. Uh, because, I mean, he's been good this season. Coming off injury, it seems like he's healthy. Uh, and he's not overly expensive. He's in that golf price range, 6400 So, I mean, you're right. Yeah. You could see that game 30-30. It could yeah. happen, right? So, you know, like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's not like the Seahawks are great defensively. Um, I do have, I don't know, their offense has been – a little weird this season. So then a little off and on is what I'll say, but yeah, they have, I mean, they had the 29, 26 game against Washington, been some lower scoring games earlier in the season. They had high scoring games against the lions and Panthers. So we'll see, we'll see if Geno Smith and, and Stafford can get into a back and forth kind of game. Uh, they did play earlier this season, but it was not back and forth. Uh, from what I, it was 30, yeah, 30 to 13. Geno Smith did not, show up in that one all right what you yeah, got anything else right no seahawks were favored in that game and they they got, they got crushed but no i don't have anything else um <clears throat> tough slate pick your spots you know it's one of those where there's no obvious spots so uh you can sort of just pick the spots you like best and you're going to be okay in terms of ownership and leverage for the most part um and like I like the slates, like I said at the start, where there's not too much obvious stuff or too too much stuff that you feel like you're forced to do, um, especially for cash games when there's only like a couple pieces of obvious chalk and not like everyone on the exact same lineups. And, you know, it matters which 2v2 you go with or which defense you, you go with. You know, that stuff doesn't really matter, this slate. Just, you know, it's going to sound funny, but pick the guys that are going to score the most fantasy points and play them. You know, some weeks are not like that, though, because, you you know, you you have to play certain guys. They're going to be chalk, even though you might not want to. They're going to be like 50, 60 percent on. And they, you might, you know, it's it's not one of those weeks. So I, I like that. Yeah, it's just really easy slate. You just got to pick the correct spots <laughs> and you're going to win money. It seems pretty easy. Right. That's all you have to do. 
I think we have it down. I think we have it down. Fade the fade this Brown Steelers game. Uh, all right, Ryan, you can find him at Ryan Belangi on Twitter. I am at Roto Zedroik. Thank you for watching this. Please give a thumbs up on the YouTube video or leave a comment in the podcast feed if you're listening in podcast form, rotowire.com slash pod. That is a 48-hour trial to RotoWire. Also, rotowire.com slash chat to get into the Discord if you have any further NFL questions or any questions about any sport. We got channels for basically every sport in there. Ryan, thank you for the show. We'll see everyone back for Thanksgiving week. Well, maybe uh, I believe Jack Burkhart may be stepping in the show, but I think we're going to re- maybe we'll do a little recap of Thursday's slate and then we'll, we'll jump in for, for the week in action. And then everyone's bellies will be full and we'll be ready to win some money post Thanksgiving. Ryan, thank you again. See you very next week. Thanks, Adam. Good luck, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.